The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing.
Hello, my friend. This is David Ingalls. You're listening to the Hour of Anointing. A consecrated and intimate relationship with the person of the Holy Spirit is the nourishment. It's the very breath of the Christian life. Praying in the Spirit simply means praying in other tongues, praying in your heavenly language, means communicating with God on a level which only that he can comprehend. It's when man's spirit and the Holy Spirit unite, working together in absolute unity and complete harmony to combat the forces of evil that would try to manipulate and control the lives of a man or a woman, a boy or girl. Working in total cooperation, a believer and the Holy Spirit can bring the perfect will of God into focus and bring it to pass through the yielded act of praying in the Spirit with all the wisdom that we have through a knowledge of God's Word with the redemptive work of Jesus upon the cross through His name and with all the enabling gifts of the Holy Spirit a believer, you and I, we can pull down strongholds of Satan and move forward in a great authority and power to cover the world for Christ to heal the sick to deliver those that are bound, and to save the lost. You know, many circumstances rise in life to come against a believer. But the Bible tells us that the greater one, the Holy Spirit of God, is resident in a believer. And that greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. It says in Isaiah uh, chapter 28, verses 11-12, For with stammering lips... And another tongue will he speak to this people, to whom he said, This is the rest, wherewith you may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing. Lord, we bless you now. While praying in the Spirit, you know, we bow before you. And it says in Isaiah 28, For this is the rest, wherewith you may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing. I just wrote up in the margin of a sheet here, Worship your way to rest. And that's one of the great scriptures to base that on. Worship your way to rest. Also, I'm thinking of Second Chronicles 20, verses 1 through 26. Read all of those verses, by the way. Begin at 1 and read how that the challenge of life came to this leader. And immediately, why he looked to God. It says, he set himself to seek the Lord. And then in those verses, 1 through 26, you'll find him worshiping God. And then you'll find the prophetic word of God flowing in the midst of all of this. And then you'll find instruction coming through that flowing of the words of knowledge and words of instruction by the Spirit of God through the prophetic gift. And the persons were told to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And you'll not need to fight. No, you need to worship. See, our great fight is not against flesh and blood, or attitudes against people. But the Bible says that we wrestle or fight against principalities and wicked spirits. And how do we do that? Well, we worship God. I tell you, you just worship God. And then we come down to verse 29 and also verse 30 then of Second Chronicles 20, and we see that God gave a quietness and a rest here. And really, that was even on the other side of gathering up all of the riches that were there. There was riches and spoil in this valley that could have been the valley of 
death, the potential was there, other than God had a hand in the thing. And all the enemy perished at the warring of God against the enemies to God's people. And all of these bodies were lying there in the valley, and God's people finally looked up over the hill, over the watchtower, up on the watchtower from that vantage point, and all these dead bodies there. God had done all the fighting. He had trampled the enemy underfoot, as it were, in figure of speech. And there was jewels and gold, and as the Bible calls it, spoil. That means good stuff. So God's army, who didn't fight, they had just been praising and They'd been worshiping God and seeking the Lord and standing together in harmony. Here they just come over the hill and go down into the valley to gather up. That's what we need to be gathering up in the valley is the riches that God has provided for us. So it's not a matter of the Lord just bringing us through some problem. And now we, okay, we're through with the problem or we, we met the demands of the problem or we just, uh, we got even and we knocked the problem back out of our way. But Let's set ourselves to go over the top. It's not just to get through the battle, but to make some great leap of progress, some great leap of prosperity and accomplishment, because that's what happened here in Second Chronicles 20. As God did the fighting, he said, In this battle ye shall not need to fight. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord. You know, as we pray in the Spirit, we utter words that will cause the Holy Spirit to go forth doing what he needs to do to protect our lives, our family, our belongings, our inheritance, and the things that we need to do to fulfill God's will in this earth walk and in this life. God has provided everything that we need for a successful life through Jesus. And Jesus is and was and still is the baptizer in the Holy Ghost. And now it is made manifest in our lives by the ability of the Holy Spirit, as we allow him to do it by praying in the Spirit. This is the rest wherewith you may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing. You know, God has given us this powerful ability to pray in the Spirit. It's a moving force against the devil upon the earth. Demonic forces try to hinder individuals and, and groups and nations and tries to put us down, but our victorious weapons are God's armor, the name of Jesus, the word of God, and praying in the spirit. And by this, Satan is rendered defenseless, harmless, and helpless, and God's will can be and will be fulfilled through you and I, the members of the body of Christ and the members of God's church. I'm talking about his church. God is expecting you and I to reach the entire world with the gospel in this end-time period here. And praying in the Spirit is so essential and very paramount to preparing the lost people to receive the truth of God's word and gospel and become born again. Praying in the Spirit can be an expression of worship. Paul wrote about it by the Spirit of God. He said, Verily thou givest thanks well. We're in 1 Corinthians 14 with that thought. And then he says, Else when thou bless with the mouth. See, we're blessing God with the mouth. So praying in the Spirit can be worship. It can be a request. It can be intercession. A yielding to God's greater wisdom that will bring all things into focus and into his perfect will. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. 
To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.